I'm Michael Sean Harris, and you're listening to Mike's Moment Of, a weekly podcast in which I, along with my guests, share our various interests in moments of inspiration, truth, life, technology, culture, and more. I hope you're entertained and informed, and that you feel inspired to join me again and again in my Moments Of. So welcome to this episode of Mike's Moment Of. Welcome back, Hazel. You're a favorite. <laughs> Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you very much. Ah, okay. most welcome. So, so today we're going to talk about, about uh, maroon music. But before, yeah, yeah, there's something I'd want you to say about the last time. Yes. Um, two things I'd wanted to just to correct. I mentioned... I don't remember the name that I gave you to do with this is to do with Kumina and Queenie after she left Kingston. She okay. went to Waterloo in St. Catherine, which is that road going up like the Sligoville. I know it's not far um, from where I live, yes. Yes. Okay. So it's Waterloo that she went that was her last home. Okay. All right, okay. and that's where we always go for Kumina after she left um Spanish Town Road. Oh, right. Okay. Yes, yes. The uh, and that's where most of these scholars came to Jamaica. That's where they go to meet with her and chat with her. Mm. All right. And the other thing I wanted to correct was, I think in the very beginning, how when we started, we talked about my sister was first working with Dr. Lewin. Right. Um. She was being trained as teacher work at Michael, the Michael. Yes. And Dr. Lane was then the music teacher. And my sister is Marjorie Ramsey Henry. She's now Henry. Okay. And she was, she, when she went off to Glen Muir High School to take up the position as teacher, then I got the, the, goodly what you call it to work with this olive <laughs> the opportunity yes the great opportunity and let me tell you michael it's just an eye-opener mm-hmm. because as i told you before i went to do secretarial work yes. anyway but that that's not for today <laughs> <laughs> no it, it there's always time to share your share share memories yes. this is, you know yes man <laughs> that's <laughs> My because at the time she start when she started out with Mr. Siago and then um come back into office you now she needed the songs to be transcribed. And the fact that I was then just finished um secretarial college, you know, I thought I was going to be doing shorten and typing and what of you. It was a totally different thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's totally different thing. I have to transcribe the words of of the song and this is where I stepped in after my sister left for college and the and the story went on wow. until I became one of the persons not going out or the person right. going out into the field you know oh boy Michael that's a different story that's let's go wonderful. back no, to brilliant 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 <laughs> 
So, uh, but I wanted to share something with you because um, the last yeah. episode we had, uh, right. and we're, we were talking yeah. about uh, um, Dinky Mini and Zelloplay, etc. And, and we mentioned um, Mr. Kirby Doyle. Yes. Right. So, so Brian Heap, who I've, who I've also interviewed um, for the podcast, he, he mm. made a comment on it and he said, you know, wonderful stuff, Michael and Hazel. I have happy memories of working with Hazel, <laughs> Dr. Lewin, and the Jamaica Memory Bank. Once we had to send a Jamaican indigenous instrument to the Commonwealth Heads of Government Conference in Kuala Lumpur uh, for inclusion in an exhibition. We chose uh-huh. the Benta, which we talk, we, yeah. we spoke about that in the, in the episode. We chose the Benta, yeah. and Mr. Kirby Doyle carried one for us on the bus from Islington, St. Mary, and walked with it on his head from Halfway Tree up to Waterloo Road, where we were located. Then yes. we, we then miraculously found the perfect box in which to ship it overseas. It's probably still in a collection somewhere in Malaysia. Yes. <laughs> yes, Michael, that was something else. Right? Now Mr. Kirby got attached now to the Benta, you know, and let me tell you, that man really, oh boy, hmm. it's, I don't know, you know, it's just so... Oh, inspiring is yes. the word. I don't know what the word you want to use, <laughs> but that man, he did not if and but. All okay. right, the boss didn't want to take him at that time and walked with it wow. up to the office. Wow, wow, wow! Right, that's, that's brilliant. It was, and it was so important for me. He took it himself, hmm. got it made. Remember, we had to get that bigger part of the bent of the, the bamboo. bamboo. Mm-hmm. Yes, and got it all made up and took it himself. Wow. Took it himself to us at where we were, were um, located at the time. That was Waterloo. Um, the office was then, it was then called Institute of Folk Culture. Okay. Yes. Okay. You know, every, each time we move, the, the, the name changed. So, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, it's a change of change of name. It's a change of nature. So maybe you know every time they move the, the office, the functions yes. change. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. All right. Yes, okay. Papa. All right. So come back yes, now. Sir. Let's focus back now. So yeah, we talk about maroon um, music. <laughs> we talk about maroons and maroon music and, yeah. and traditions. I mean, as much as we can get. So I've 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 located some of the interviews. I haven't gotten to go through all of them. So I think based okay. on what you we you know both of us talk about, I'm gonna extract bits and pieces of the interviews where, wherever it's appropriate and songs yes. and just put them in. Uh, so yes. so tell me now, what are the all right, but let's start though before we start with, with the, the types of songs. So maroons, maroons mm-hmm. are, are are supposedly a mix of of of, of um, Africans who who have who fought and escaped slavery, Spanish, and and also and also Taino. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. And and um you know fiercely defending their their freedom and 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 settling in their own i mean and they fought for this hard and eventually you know the british had to had to make an agreement and 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 have them governing themselves in these different settlements uh, yes. are, you saying, are you saying anything wrong <laughs> no you're right okay i can you're so right okay. um may i add to that also the i don't know if you are going there but let me just since this on me mind um mm-hmm. The, the the different areas 
that they settled at the time we knew, that we knew of. Okay. Yes. Okay. What were those areas? You have the Akompong set in Saint Elizabeth, Akompong, and that was controlled by Kojo. Okay. That air, that, that those maroons. You have Akompong. I'm going to give you four of the outstanding ones. Okay. Why I said because after we started going into these places, we found out that there were other areas oh. that they had gone to. The boroughs were settling. Okay. You know, all right. So we think, yes, I, that was afterwards. And let me tell, honestly tell you, it, it's, it's a, oh Lord, it's exciting, Michael. Honestly. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> just to hear right now. Yes, we, we started off in Akompong. And this was where we met Babaro. Babaro Kali was the colonel then. Right. And he was up in age at that time. Right, right. Right? He was up in age. And um, just that, the last mm-hmm. the last episode I did, I don't know if you've if you had a chance to hear it, but it was about myths and, and storytelling and stuff. So I, so yes. I have the recording of Babaro telling yes. one of the Anansi stories in that. Yes, yes. Babaro, on our first visit, one-off, he would sit us down in a corner. Not me, let me say Miss Lewin, because I was just like the, the bystander at the time, just okay. getting into the meat of the thing. But sit us in a corner. And let me tell you, Michael, I was just so transfixed. I couldn't I just sit down and listen. And, <laughs> at, oh, he was telling these stories. Just as though you hear it, yes. the man was just reeling out these stories as if it's something him see happening every day in his life. Yes, yes, yes. And then when he decided to sing the songs, it takes time out and tell you, if you listen to some of his interviews, you will hear it. Okay. He's telling you what, what the song is about and what and the Nancy story. And the how he talks is like he's just playing the thing that he saw, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was Barbara Corley and his wife was Beatrice Corley. And they brought us into their homes, Michael. Mm. And when they saw, I think, when they saw how interesting it was for us. Yes. They say, look, you can come back and stay, you know. <laughs> yes. They accepted the lady, Lewin. Yes. And then I just came along. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but let me tell you, the people gave up their beds for us. Oh, oh, that's lovely. Gave up their beds. We're not talking about food. Because yes. that must go. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Yes, that must go. And... When he ready to talk, because let me tell you, when Baba was ready to talk, you wouldn't want to leave that hour of the night, <laughs> of the day, because he'll just go on and on. Okay. So my husband just spread the bed, <laughs> you know, and stay on. Yeah. Yes. So that was Barbaro calling. He was Akompong, man. Akompong, St. Elizabeth. Okay. Akompong, oh. Colonel. Colonel, okay. Okay. The other um, big community was the Moortown. Okay. More town in Portland. More town, okay. Now we got into More town just when Colonel Harris be- became Colonel. Is yes. that what I'm saying? Yes. 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 Then 
So he met Colonel Harris. Okay? There was, as Colonel Harris would tell us, there was somebody else there before that we didn't see or knew of. Okay. He just mentioned. Okay? Right. So we really worked with Colonel Harris. Colonel Harris in Moortown. Okay. And the other big place was Scotts Hall. Scotts Hall in St. Mary. Okay. Right? At the time there, there was um, uh, Colonel Prehay. He was the person we met. Of course, again, there was somebody else before. P-R-E-H-A-Y. Okay. Okay. Then we heard of Charles Town, oh. which was not far. The same place in Portland. Okay. No, let me not same place. <laughs> Charles Town in Portland. <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. And then history has got it that there was a, a splintering, a, 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 not a really division, but some of the maroons mm -hmm. came over into Charleston because Charleston is just a few chains from Buff Bay. If you know where Buff Bay is, going uh -huh. up into the hills, that, that same road would take you if we're coming into Kingston. Okay. Through, through, um, the mountains there to come into Port um, Papine. Okay. It's that road. It's that road. Mm -hmm. That's where Ch you'd have hit Charleston from Buff Bay going up that road. Okay. If you, you get my drift? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, so, so they came from, from where? From, from Moortown? It is, yes. It is said that there are bits and pieces, of, you know, from Moortown, Moortown, and um, there's a mention of Crawford Town never really got the background of Crawford Town. Okay. You know, a person like Mr. Vivian Crawford, who is the gentleman in charge of the institute, yes. somebody there you could talk to also. Okay. Okay. He's from that descendants. Oh, okay. okay. So you, could, you could talk with him about that. Okay. Okay. And um, so that's four we have mentioned. Yes. And then later down, way down, like about years after, we heard of the Trelawney town. And we also heard that there were some, some um, maroons in an area called Mor Maroon Town in St. James. Okay. We never got to get into that area, I'm sorry to tell you. I okay. will never get to get into that area. Okay, okay. We, the colonel then at, at Charleston, what the gentleman's name was, they call him Colonel Charles. Okay. But like uh, long after, not, not long after we met him, he died. Okay. So we never got to work with him much, you know. And um, they were without colonel for a while until a gentleman named Lumsden came into the picture. Okay. And also became colonel after a while of that era. Of course, you know, what, two, about five years back, he died too. Okay, okay. Colonel Lumsden. So, but um, honestly, they still have their celebrations in June. Mm -hmm. I'm not able to go up, but okay. I know they still have their celebrations. Oh, Michael, which, we never talked about... Who, 
Who has a celebration? We talk about celebration. The Charleston Maroons. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, that was a big truck passing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> so the next step then is to talk about the the, the styles of music. Um, that you know, yes. the, the different styles that you that. Because um, I think I'd mentioned jawbone and mm-hmm. and um. Okay, Michael. Let me honestly tell you. Mm-hmm. I find that I only f- see that in the Morton Mar- Maroons where they were able to say the different types of music and when it's used. You understand? Okay. This is why I want you to listen to that interview. Okay, okay. In-depth interview that was done mm-hmm. with Colonel Harris. Okay, so I have a few clips from the interview with Colonel Harris, uh, and he's speaking with Dr. Olive Lou, and I'm going to play some of those. But before, I just wanted to go through and give you a bit more information about the styles that uh, that his was talking about, that the Morton Maroons were specific about. Now, and this is a lucky thing that I have this this recording, and uh, it's from the Smithsonian Folkways collection, and it's called Drums of Defiance: Maroon Music from the Earliest Free Black Communities of Jamaica. This is one of those CDs I'd go and just randomly pick up uh, when I was at Berkeley. I'd go up to Tower Records. Anyways, a good thing I have it, and so I'm just gonna. I can't play the examples because you know they're copyright but i'm going to talk about some of these things from Moortown, and within it um they have examples actually of tambo which we didn't really speak about in this interview but tambo is is kind of related to the kumina kumina is not really from Moortown, from the maroons but tambo is very much related and so they have a couple songs that are tambo and i can sing one of them because uh, i mean i've been listening to it for years it says hear the ball hear the ball hear the ball the ball why 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 you're coming uh? and it goes on like that and the, the drum is like it sounds almost like merengue but kind of thing but it's not it's not merengue um and so that's one. But then some of the other styles now, and, and you might hear um, Colonel Harris mention uh, Salion, which is, which is like Sierra Leone, which is coming from Sierra Leone. So Kenneth Bilby, from this focus recording, he says, Salion is the name given to another category of maroon songs and the drumming style used to accompany them. The name Salion is derived from Sierra Leone, a country located on the coast of West Africa. Like Jawbone, which is another style, um, Salyon songs are considered light um, and are sung primarily for recreation during the early hours of chromanti play. And chromanti play is really more about, you know, speaking with the ancestors and, and inviting the ancestors into the space. Uh, so, so this is this is kind of the, the the light stuff. It's not, and it's usually like in Creole, I think, or in English. Um, these songs are often referred to as woman songs, and their words are in English or Creole. Uh, as with Jawbone, um, the songs tend to be topical, so about you know current things or things going on in the community. Uh, the jawbone songs, the term jawbone refers to, to the category of songs uh, and the particular drumming style used to accompany these songs. Jawbone is considered to be, again, one of the lighter categories of songs. Um, those songs used primarily for recreation 
recreational dancing rather than for invoking spirits. Nevertheless, on occasion, even jawbone songs have caused possession. All right, so there's so we heard about tambo, which is you know a separate category, but you hear about the salion or Sierra Leone jawbone, and then you have mandinga. So mandinga refers both to a category of songs and drumming style that goes with them. Um, mandinga category, along with and there's another style called papa. He, he mentions papa, Colonel Harris, um, and here it's you know Bilby has it as papa. Um, so along with papa, Igbo. And Dakosi um, is one of the more, that is Mandinga, Mandinga category along with Papa Igbo, uh, Ibo and Dakosi is one of the more powerful song categories. Each category corresponds to the tribe after which it is named. Tribe in quotes, you know, ethnic group. Um, so that, for example, songs from the Mandinga category can be used to invoke the spirits of Maroon ancestors descended primarily from the Mandinga, quote-unquote, tribe. Songs of this sort primarily um, are sung primarily later in the night during the chromantic dance, uh, when the ceremony becomes more serious. Uh, the words of the songs in these more powerful categories are primarily African-derived rather than English or Creole. The drumming for these higher songs traditionally requires a special known as a basso tick or stick or a cani tick. The lead drummer plays with the abasso tick in one hand and the finger and palm of the other hand. The name Mandinga is derived from Manding, the name of a large ethnic group also known as Mandinka, Maninke, etc., in the Senegambia region of West Africa. However, this should not be taken to mean that the songs that go by this name can be traced to this specific region of Africa. The derivations of maroon musical styles and songs are difficult to pinpoint. And in most, case, most cases, the songs must be seen as new creations. The end results of a unique process of musical syncretism that long ago uh, began to blend elements of a diversity of African traditions into new styles. The category of papa, alternately pronounced papa, prapa, or prapra, includes four primary songs, all of which are backed by the same drumming style. Papa songs are considered to be among the most powerful of maroon songs. It is traditional, although no longer typical, to open a serious choromanty play with these four papa songs, followed by four primary songs from each of the following uh, from each of the other tribes. The name Papa or Papa is from the word Papa, P-A-W-P-A-W, which Europeans used during the slave area to refer to enslaved Africans who originated in the U-speaking area west of the Yoruba country, in what is now Togo and parts of Ghana. And okay, here are some clips of Dr. Olive Lewin speaking with Colonel
Now, the Salyon, what, 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 what does that depict? What does that attempt to achieve? Well, um, one, of the, one of the things, I suppose it depicts more than one mm -hmm. thing. But um, if there's a sort of somebody, somebody has broken away and is gone. And when I say broken away, I don't mean in any um, uh, vexation or so, but um, in days gone by, the Maroons did not like to know that their children would leave to go to England or United States and so on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, they could not um, prevent it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They accept it in such a case. But um, because of their sadness, now they would play and sing this Salyon. So it gives me the impression that it's sort of reminiscent of the fact that these um, rooms from Maroon Town in St. James mm -hmm. who were sent to Halifax yes. mm -hmm. and, and then from Leon. there we were taken to sell in rooms. I see, so yes, Kampong people really didn't tell, um, say, the style, you know, they know it's, it's a maroon music and this is what we do when there's a celebration. Okay. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it is for the other areas, I will tell you. Okay. Okay. So that kind of detail right? was really from, yes. from the Moortown, from Colonel Harris. Moortown Maroons. And there are songs that they'll do when there's a funeral. There's a song where they'll do if there's a wedding. There are special times. Okay, okay. I cannot really off the bat tell you which goes where. So, I have a yeah. question. Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, Maroon, Maroon settlements were around from way before Kumina came to Jamaica. Yes. But yes. somehow, it, does, it, does it feel that, is it true then that there's some there's some merging of it because it seems like there's some communal going on in the in the maroon um, yeah, maroon it's, settlements. It's not, it's not a it's not a merging. I would say it's just that there's probably a communal group in the area. Okay. Where you where where the maroons are? Right. Okay. Okay, because sometimes, because uh, 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 you remember, I, I was talking with uh, with with my friend Kevin, who 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 does Kumina, and his father and his grandfather did Kumina. I remember telling yes. about him, right? Mm. So he says sometimes yes. um, they have the Maroons have have a lot of 
similar songs that they, they just play a different drum they play up the drum upright instead of truth. on the side and they have you know they have they have, they have some That's shared truth. songs and um and also that there uh, but within the the thing of kumina there's a, a thing of of the congo spirits and the maroon spirits in the ancestors so so that is a part of the kumina thing now as well um whether okay. you are you are uh, you're a Mar- what they call a quote unquote maroon body or a congo body which is you know yes. i guess it, it speaks to your ancestry basically um, yes it does you know and so, be honest with you i cannot tell you if it's wrong or it's right but right. i know when the for example we go to nanny day in Morton. right right that is when they're having their celebration to nanny right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at bomb ground and they have invited or the communal group turn up okay you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and Really and truly, one and two of the songs that you'll hear in more in Kumina, you you will probably hear it with the Maroons. Okay. But okay. what I find though, it's the I'm not going to say younger or older. It's like you know you hear us so you catch it, the sound goes to your you keep it, it in your <laughs> yes 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 you keep it. Yes, it's like, across, sort of like a cross-pollination kind of thing. The happening. Maroons, yes, the Maroons, if you listen to the Maroons songs, especially in the Motown group, you could hear the difference when they do, whether it's a proper or a, a salion or a, um, a job, you could hear the difference. Oh, in terms the of the style. style and, oh, I see. Okay. The style. And, and the you truth is, I mean, such a small country, there's bound to be some... Some yes. Even though, even yes. though the, for such a long time, the maroon communities have been kind of um, um, protective of their of their their That's traditions and kind of thing, you know, their traditions, mm-hmm. right? So they quickly catch something, but you can quickly catch the song. <laughs> oh, it, oh, oh, it just go, it goes one way. It goes, it, it yes. comes in, it goes in, but it don't come yes. out. Okay, okay. Yes, okay. you know, as a touch part, you know, it, they were so careful with their with, with, with their celebrations and their coming together. Okay. They were very, very, as I call the word, cagey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You couldn't just turn up and see you're going into the, the, their their community. Right. You know. No, they were very cagey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But since it comes to light that people have to know about your history. Right. So they sort of open the gate now and you're, you, you come, you, you're accepted. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Because for I mean, for I mean, I don't know if it's still happening, but you know, even with some of the things that I heard on the interview, um, uh-huh. and and this we know because we've been taught this that you know because of of the agreements that they had and that still exist, um, a lot of yes. their disputes and stuff would be would be dealt with within the community and not the, and yes. not by police yes. or judge or whatever. And um, and sometimes some of the judges knew that, right. and when and the police knew that, so when if they came to them, they'd send them back and <laughs> say, "No, the, you're yes, you're maroon. Go back, go back yes, to the colonel and, yes. and deal with it there." And their counsel, that's right. Right. Yes, the colonel and their counsel, and so they have to deal with it there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Sir, what is your association with the rest of Jamaica? Well, um, just as any other um, community. Around in the island, the only one of the differences is that 
as we have said before, we try to settle our own um, disputes here. That doesn't mean that some don't get out to the courts, you see, but in the main, we try to settle as many as we can. And in, in days gone by, you would hardly find any going down because if they even reach there, the judges would send them right back here. And the people knew that they had to come along and to um, go in accordance with the decision that is made here. Is this still being done? Um, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Um, and it would have been still as it was in the past. But some of the, <coughs> the judges now, most of them don't know about Maroon history, you see. I see. And um, somehow or other, they fail to. Yes, that is still, that is very strong. Okay. I think this is why. They get away with so much ganja up that side. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Be careful okay. here. Anyway. Well, I mean, it, it could also be, you know, sacrament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, okay. Okay. Right. What are we talking about? There's so many things, Michael. Where are we again? Um, all right. So we're, we're talking about, you're saying... The, the last thing you said was with the, the music the music the right. music and the music also brings in the drums right that are used the drums they are bang it's a cow's horn the cow's horn there's a little hole that's cut out where they blow in and there's a they if you know what a cow's horn look at that and the tip of that cow's horn mm -hmm. they use their thumb to hold but okay. they blow in a, a cut out hole that they do and the other thing too, blowing their bang is just not just blowing their bang. It's sending a message. Okay, so there's rhythms sending and, and a message. So the person must know you're sending a message to say is the ceremony going on, something is going. You're having visitor, whatever. You must know how to blow in their bang. Okay, okay, okay. Their bang is blown. So. Let the community know what's happening. Okay. On a special day, which is the 6th of January in Akampong, mm -hmm. their bang is blown the, the, the night before, and you'll hear it right around in the area because the low 6th of January, but the night before 6th of January, it's like the eve. There's a lot of drumming and singing. They are being blowing and okay. all that. Sometimes it goes all through the night until they start the celebration on the 6th of January. Okay. Right? And the 6th of January is to commemorate that um, fight between Kojo and the English. And you know that part of the story. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So, all right. right. So, so, Ko being, so Kojo hmm? was, was yes. a compong where Nani Kojo was... Kojo was the compong. Mm -hmm. leader yes and right. nanny was port moretown moretown okay, okay. moretown portland yes okay, okay it is said that it was brother and sister i okay. don't see any history yet to, to, to say that. yes or no okay. you know what i mean right right okay. right, right. Okay. so nanny controlled moretown and kojo controlled akompo okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay the a bang, as you are saying, is one of the instruments used, and it's blown. It's not that is is like a um, an instrument playing along with the uh, blowing a note or something. No, it blows, it stop, and the drums take over. Okay. Now, in a compound, a very interesting drum made up. It's a square drum covered with goat skin. Yes. 
and four legs. Now, it's a, like a, a frame, mm-hmm. square, right. and then there's an inner frame. And the, the four legs, as a hole with pegs. Now, that peg, when you knock it in, pushes yeah. the inner frame up. So and that's how the, the drum is tuned. Oh, I see. Right, 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 right. You see? Yes. What's but the of name of that drum? The gumbe. Right. Okay. So, so gumbe is only from Akompong. I said, as in the drum, the gumbe is right. the drum in Akompong. Right. And they also use a small round drum that they beat along with the with the gumbe drum. Okay. Right. Does that, does that one have a name? The, it, they just call it a round drum. To be okay. honest with you. Okay. But the, the the crucial, the important one was the gumbe. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. No. When I when we first saw that um, gumbe drum, Michael, the very first one, it was so used, so old, you'd never believe it. And they did not use nails to attach the skin to that drum. They would strip bits, uh, uh, what do you call it, like splinters. You know, the pieces of wood? Yes. Strip it right down, like, looking like nails. Okay, okay, okay. And that's what they use enough to nail the skin down right around on that frame. Okay. Right? Now, Mm -hmm. today, today, people, the youngsters don't go through all that trouble to do that. Mm -hmm. They find nails. Okay, okay. And this is what they use now to nail the skin down on the drum. Mm. But as... Maroons who couldn't have to use what they had around them. Yes, 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 yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was the interesting thing. And did that, did the Gumbe have a unique sound? Or? In. Yes, I can't describe it. You know, really have to listen to a tape. Okay, okay. You really have to listen to a tape. And there, there's and so Gumbe. There's a Gumbe drum, but is there is there style also a Gumbe? The music is there a music style called Gumbe. Yes, okay. there's a form named Gumbe. A form, okay. Yes, found out in Lakovia. In Lakovia, okay. Yes. And Lakovia. Me here to the hawks we near Lina de Oy. Oh, poor Lelo, ya vain day. Oh, ya poor Lelo, ya vain day. You will lend a banner wood, ya vain Me here to the hawks you near Lina de Oy. Oh, poor Lelo, ya vain Oh, ya poor Lelo, ya vain was was it religious or was it another function or another, several functions? Um, deeply ancestral sort of um, music, playing, okay. dancing, mm-hmm. ra- rather earthy. Okay, rather earthy. Um, oh, uh, uh, 
That's that sound of sound. That's the gumbe. Okay. Can you hear that? Yes, yes, yes. It's, that's the group. But funny enough, the Gumbe group in Lakovia, their drum was a bigger type, a, a more taller okay. type. Same style of the mm -hmm. Gumbe in Akompong. Yes. But it's, a, it's like twice the size of the Akompong drum. Okay. okay. Now that could stand on its own ah. and played Standing by up. the player. Yes. Okay. With the Akompong Gombe drum, they sit on the ground, have it in your legs on the ground. Okay. And playing with hands. Yes, 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 yes. You see? Whereas the Gombe, the, the Gombe as in the, the dance form, is standing on its own. Right. And they're playing it. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, in and then in Motown now, their drum... Uh, what we call like a, a surgical drum, and they call yes. it a prente. Okay. Yes. Okay. The prente is a hollowed out um, tree. I cannot remember the name of the tree, Michael. I'm sorry. Mm. But okay. that is hollowed, and then that is also covered with goat skin. Okay. This one again, pegs. Um, Twist, um, what do you call it? Like like rope yes. that you find in the, in the country. Yes, yes. Whist, whist, yes. uh -huh. mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it is soaked so they can use it to twine the skin around that drum, the 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 ordered out thing. Yes, right. And hit again, same style. Well, they hit it down with a hammer to tighten. The skin on yes. the drum. Okay. Yes. So Prente and and so that is Prente. which and that is in which which in Moortown. In Moortown and what kind of music was Moortown. the Prente used to play? The gombe in Akompong, a Prente in Moortown. Yes. You see, these two these two groups were more outstanding than the others, Michael. Let me also tell you. The people there then understood what was happening. They were quite aware of the, what they grew up to see in right. the community. The seniors were then very strong in the community at that time, mm -hmm. right? And so they grew up to see these things and they continued it. I didn't see much of the, the um, instrument being used at like Scots Hall. 
Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember, be honest with you, the type of drum that was used there. But I know they did their drumming and singing say way. Okay. Can't remember what the drum looked like. And remember I mentioned to you the Charleston Maroons. They had the choir plus another drum. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, another drum. Another drum. It's nearly looking like the Prente, but a little more fatter or stouter, I would say. Okay, you know? okay, okay. Yes, and just, you know, uh, in playing the Prente, you know, it's it's more standing, but it's between their legs, between their their feet. Yes. You know, to, to hold it there and yes. the hands on top. Yes. See, but the, in Charleston, it's a bigger one. Same, playing it the same way. Okay. Right? Okay. It's okay. resting on the ground with their feet holding it down there and right. the hands playing the rhythm on top. All right. At this point, I just want to add some notes from Kenneth Bilby's um, articles and, his, and the Drums of the Fans CD. So, in regards to the Moortown uh, Maroons, he says the instrumental ensemble normally employed in chromantic play consists of a pair, one female and the other male, of long, single-headed cylindrical drums, each called printing. And um, that is what uh, his is referred to as printing. And um, uh, uh, Dr. Olive Lewin refers to it with a drawing in her book as uh, printing. And uh, Bilby says it's from the twee or printing. Uh, and also there's a length of bamboo tube played with two sticks. And this is what Hazel had referred to, to this in this episode and previous episodes as a qua. And um, Bilby refers to it as a quat. Uh, uh, and there's also a machete struck with a piece of metal known as the iron or a dawo. And this instrument is understood to be playing kind of a paralinguistic mode most of the time, but it, although it really isn't, um, sending any kind of a message. Um, the drummer, known as uh, Okrema, or printing man, is second in importance only to the fet man. The fet man is uh, the person who, in chromantic play, who, I guess it's kind of like the, the Kumana king, who will, will be the one communicating with the spirits and the, the one through whom the, the, the curing or whatever is going to take place. So... So the the drummer is only is second only you know in importance only to the to the the fat man, um, and the drummer should know how to play both the interlocking, supporting and lead parts known as rolling and cutting respectively, and should possess a sound knowledge of the diverse drumming styles accompanying the different categories of songs. Each category calls for its own drumming style, although songs from one category will occasionally be backed by the drumming style associated with another category. Uh, so now, uh, now in Charlestown, uh, the instrumental ensemble uh, consisted of two drums, the grandi and the gumbe. And we already spoke about the gumbe, which is a square drum with the inner frame, and it's tightened that way with the, you know, the four the pegs and stuff. A piece of bamboo used for percussion, as in Moortown, called the quat, and also a metal implement used for percussion, usually a machete or a pitchfork, um, known as a dawa. The grande is the same in basic design as the printing of Moortown, and it is considered female. The gumbe is shaped something like a stool, as we mentioned before, quite similar to the gumbe of a compang, uh, except more rectangular and with two instead of four legs, 
and is considered male. Uh, both the Grandi and Gumbe are single-headed and played with the hands. The latter functions as the lead drum and the former provides support. So Gumbe is the lead drum, Grande provides the support. Now in Scott's Hall, the instrument, instrumental ensemble used in the chromatic dance is comprised of two drums, the Grande and the Gumbe, the Quat as well, and the Machete used for percussion, uh, again called the Iron. The Grande is considered female uh, uh, and essentially for the same design as it has the same design as a printing of Mortown, uh, but slightly shorter in length. Remember, Hazel was saying it's, it's, it's a fatter drum, lower. Slightly shorter in length. Uh, and the gumbe, considered male, is the same design as gumbe of Charlestown. The grande is sometimes alternatively referred to as monkey and the gumbe as saliman. The former is used as a supporting drum and the latter as the lead drum. In a kompong, Bilby says, uh, a kompong is the sole remaining leeward maroon community in Jamaica and is isolated from the three windward communities by a distance of more than 100 miles. It's the home of a chromantic tradition that clearly differs from those found in the eastern villages. In a kompong, very few traditional um, ritual specialists continue to practice and they are not known by the name Fetman. Spirit possession or mile also appears to take a quite different form in Akompong than in the eastern communities. But in spite of the differences marking the traditions of the Leeward and Windward Maroons, there remains several important links. There are a few songs uh, sung in Akompong that are clearly related to songs still found in the Windward communities. And some of the characteristic rhythm, rhythmic patterns played on the Gumbe drums of Akompong hint strongly at the connection with the jawbone style as played in Moortown. So which ones, if you can, if you know, if you can recall, which ones of these um, styles and drums is used for what function? Are, are, are they just used generally for all the music? Um, yes, it, it's, it's, I can't, just, they play the different rhythms on, the drums are used at all functions. All functions, okay. So the styles the might vary, but the drums will be the same. Yes, it's the okay. same one drum. Right, right, use. right. okay. The gumbe in Akompong is a say and the round drum. At all celebrations in Akompong, that's the drums being used. Okay. The prente is the one being more and more town all mm -hmm. time at okay. all times. Okay. It's not, as, as as you need to go back to listen to the style of singing mm -hmm. and the and you probably get the rhythm all on right. the playing of the drums. So did they? Did they all? Did any of them have any any wind instruments or any string instruments or anything like that? No, 
No. Not that I know, not in, not in either of the, um, no, there were no string instruments, I can't remember, okay. in any of the groups, in any of the maroon groups, that's the question you're asking me? Yes, yes, yes. No, I haven't seen any instruments. If, if there's an instrument, it's like, I'll give an example. 6th of January brings out the crowds of all types, okay? Okay, okay. The organizers would invite in a mentor band. And so they are in their booth by themselves. Okay. So if you're listening to an Akampong tape and you probably hear some instrumental, it's mm. in a, an invited group oh, okay, for that okay. day. So they might invite, they because, might even invite a yes, Duncan group or something. And yes. That's why you're here. They invite or them in. Okay. For, you know, because you have all sorts of persons there. Be, and their celebration, Akampong is still at. They'll go up to the kinder tree to the to have their celebration. Which tree? The kinder tree is like this special area, and there they'll do all the cooking, okay. the singing and the dancing and the drumming and all that is done, and that's away from the village. Oh, okay. You okay. understand? Mm -hmm. So the, if you hear the mentor band or so, that's down in the square. Okay, I see. Okay. And those are specially invited. Gotcha. Okay. You understand? So this kinder tree is kind of where the, where the ceremonial things happen and the kind of ritual Yes, the ceremonial there. tree, under the ceremonial tree. Okay. At that time, it was, a, it was an old mango. I think it was a mango tree. And another time, it was uh, gourd, calabash yes. tree. Uh, calabash oh. tree. Okay, okay. But Michael, you could see the aging at the root of the tree. Okay, okay. And that's where they had their celebration, away from it all. So you'll only hear the sound of the drumming and the music, <laughs> you know. You just have to follow that trail. And then you could just turn up the up and that, at that <laughs> ceremony tree, so you know, although you hear the music, yeah. right? Yes. You have to be invited. Okay. Now people just follow the music and go there. Um, okay. It wasn't like that in times gone by. Mm -hmm. The instruments you're probably hearing is like, as I said, an invited group. Okay. Playing the old-time mentor or the old-time quadrille and all that sort of thing. So okay. for the celebrations, do they each have their own specific celebration like is there a kojo thing for one and a nanny thing for one and is are, oh yes oh and yes all, and yes. also are, is, are there combined things where they all get together does that ever happen um they'll invite the other group over to their celebration and vice versa oh i see but there's no big joint maroon right? celebration no, the only big joint thing we had was when they were invited to smithsonian Oh, okay. Yes, and we, we, it was that year that they were looking at maroons because you know you have Surinamese, yes. you had where were they found? They found our maroons. Okay, and okay. that year they were focusing on maroons around oh. the world. Then. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, if you go into Smithsonian uh, website, you will you will probably pick up a lot of that. Yes, so. Ask if we they ever come together. That was the only time I remember them coming together, and that was abroad. Okay. okay. In Jamaica, they'll invite their 
groups. Like example, 6th of January, they accompany Maroons, they'll invite the other Maroons over. Okay. Okay? And vice versa, as I said. Mm. The, the, the Charlestown, the Moortown, where they're, and um, Scott's Hall, where they're having their celebration, they'll invite the other Maroons over. Okay. Right? And the other, the other time that we ever saw them together was when um, Dr. Lewin had done a special uh, session and invited the Maroons on the grounds of School of Music there, you know. Okay. Yes. Now they came together and they were the colonels there. You were able to talk with them, interview them. You see the different dances, the different drumming, singing, and all that. All that was done. Videotape should be there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, who knows? Yes. Um, but <laughs> so I, I just did a quick Google search just for Maroons, and it seems that there's, there's Maroon populations. Several places yes. in, in Cuba, in Dominica, St. Lucia, St. Right. Vincent, yes. um, Dominican Republic, yes. Haiti, um, of course, Jamaica, of yes. course, Puerto Rico, um, Belize, Guatemala, yes. Honduras, Nicaragua, um, Panama, Mexico, even, uh, well, I guess there's Jamaican Maroons maybe in, well, Nova Scotia, it says, that's uh, Canada. Nova Scotia, yes, yeah. yes. Um, Illinois, that group, that uh -huh. yeah. Florida, yes. Louisiana, North Carolina and Virginia, Brazil. Colombia, Ecuador, French Guyana, and Suriname. Um, I don't think they had all of them there, okay. but there was a Colombia, Suriname, I remember. I think a bit from Mexico, mm -hmm. Jamaica. And then island, and a couple of islands in the Indian Ocean apparently have some yes. of Reunion the and Mauritius. Yes. Yeah. Some, some say chiefs, some say colonels. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And they came together. And it was quite interesting to know that they, at one time, all the groups were together, Michael, and you'd never believe who is who. Because they all understand because each other and they all... They all came together. They were dancing. They were singing. This. <laughs> Even if the songs were in, in Jamaican, right. the tune, the other, they could understand the yeah. steps that you would never believe. Wow. They, it, it was, oh Lord, it was just fantastic, right? And wow. um, at some point, they had the colonels together. Yes. And they were, they were able to communicate. Mm -hmm. As I said, when the, after the Akampong people got into, or, you know, noticing that people are coming in then. Yes. Of a better word, coming to their celebration, they provide other entertainment, right? And right, so right. they'll invite other groups in, as gotcha. I said, they'll invite the Benta Band, yes, they'll invite a Jokunu group that will, you know, bring the crowd in, yes, from one corner to the other. So, with the drumming, you know, the Jokunu music and all, they'll mm -hmm. bring them in, okay, right? But as I said, it's just for entertainment, right? Okay. So, um, in their community, what is the what is the, the worship situation? Uh, do they have churches, they or is it what what is it all ancestral and how? No, they do. They have their different denominations in the within in their, the community, in the different areas. Yes, gotcha. in the different maroon areas. Yes, right, 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 right. 
and yes. they're and but they, they have, have their their baroon celebration is them yes yes church is a different thing they gotcha. go to church okay you have the different denominations all you can think of in all the areas michael okay okay all the areas right well the funny thing is that right in Moortown here i say the funny thing because um uh in a small district like this like this you have about seven churches and they all have their different hymn books. The Anglicans have their hymn books, the Seventh-day Adventists, the Baptists, and the others. Yes. But they have they have certain traditions though that they that you know certain things like preparing for certain things like yes. for weddings and for uh, you know oh, yes. different things. Is there any of those yes. that you can recall? Well. Well, I've never been to any of their weddings or of their um, whatever things, like funeral, probably. Mm -hmm. The only one that I've gone to, a funeral, a funeral okay. I can talk about, mm -hmm. um, from the person died. Incidentally, they don't take long, like how much days and weeks and what of you. To bury. For the, for, before burial. Okay. From there's a death, the the graves start digging. Oh, okay. With, yes, within themselves there. Okay? Yes. And let me tell you too, you know, things are so changed, as you might know. If you have a death, the people come and bring you things. Yes. They come, as long as you mark up the spot where they the grave is to be dug. It's done. Okay. Right? And in so doing, this is where they'll bring out the drums, the singing and the dancing and the drumming. Right? It's just like when you're having a setup or a night-night right. or so, they'll, they'll have their singing and the dancing right through. And you provide, they, they provide food. Yes, you can probably, if you um, bring something, but they provide the food. And in the, in the maroon areas, it's more pork. You yes. know that. So pig, yes. Jerking yes, yes, yes. of the pork. Right. And the cooking and, the, and all of that pot's going on until the day of the funeral. Okay. Well, the, as um, you mentioned, the pork thing, because I, I have to mention something about that. That, that uh, when, I was in, when I was, um, you know, getting interviews and talking to people about the Kumina stuff and... Yes. They talk about sometimes, because you know, sometimes they'll use the, the goat's blood uh, as certain things in the Kumina things. But um, what I was told, one person was saying that, you know, when when she she cannot eat goat or she cannot do anything with the goat's blood because she'll break out in stuff because yes. she's she's maroon. Yes. And, and the maroon people, when they're doing Kumina stuff, they don't do anything with the goat. They don't, they don't go near, they don't, they don't cook goat, they don't do nothing like that because it affects them. On a spiritual yes, level. The, 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 the spirits are, a, um, it's like they went against the spirit. Yes, they say so. Yeah. They say so. So it's more pork in the balloon areas. Right. Cooking up the pork. Uh, Michael, I'm giving you such a job. <laughs> because, let me tell you, the cooking of the pork mm -hmm. in a compound yes. without salt. Okay. They'll kill the pig. They have their ceremony in doing that, mm -hmm. killing of the pig. Um, they boil the, the, the pig. 
Yes. Without salt, roast yam or roast planting, that's what they eat it with. Okay. okay. Now, in the early, I have to go back to those days, not like, no. Why I say that? Because um, they go up by a kinder. Yeah. Because they do the cook it there to the ceremonial area. Right. And they'll cook, you know, um, cursing tin. Okay, hmm? okay. Mm -hmm. You are invited. And so you must be able to taste the pork that they just don't cook without salt. Oh. <laughs> and it's yeah. not knife and fork situation. Michael? Oh, yes. A piece of pork is given to you with a piece of stick on a coca leaf. <laughs> Did I say stick? Yes. Yes. On a coca leaf because you are sharing in their ceremony. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to bring you some sort of luck. Okay. Right? Okay. Yes. One year I went there because they said that, like the year before or so, a fight break out because everybody wanted luck. And so they went into the pan, the pot, the pan before time. And it was one confusion. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the next year we go, they build a fence around the pot. <laughs> it was just the person. <laughs> yes. Was cooking or looking after the pork and the roasting of the yam was within that area. So you'd have to be way, you have to wait to be served on your coca leaf with your piece of stick. Okay. okay. Yes, 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 yes. That's a compound. Okay. The pork cooked without salt. In Moortown, Moortown and um, Charlestown. They jerk the pork. Ah, okay. So it's pimento and uh, do they use the pimento, pimento yes. branches? Yes, put and it stuff? on the Yes, mm -hmm. yes. They but they kill the pig and um, season it, roll it, and put it down in a um, a pan to what's called marinate. Yes, yes. Okay. Then on like the night, the day before the day, on the day of the celebration, they'll take it out with, with um, they'll fix the fire and spread it out on there now. And this is where the jerk and they dig a hole and they coal the, the wood so burn that you have the coal now and you have the pimenta stick over that right. and it is being looked after. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. Again, I take you to Smithsonian. Mm -hmm. And they did that. That was one of the the speciality on the on the mall, the folk life. Okay. Folk life on the mall okay. in, in, in Washington. Yes. And um the people smell or see the smoke or smell. The, the aroma right across, and the crowd gathered around the maroons. <laughs> we had to get the people to say, no, no, you cannot, don't give anybody anything because, you know, the, the Smithsonian people are now caged because we would say, if anything wrong with them, they'd want to sue the Smithsonian. Right. 
right? So they were very cagey. So they came around with people. No, no, you just have to look at it. This is an exhibition. No, no, you cannot. You cannot. <laughs> One man went away. <laughs> One gentleman went away, Michael, and got pork. We don't know where he got it. Brought it back to the maroon gentleman and asked said, him to seize it up and <laughs> Michael, he could not resist. Yes. Well, you can't. He well, could can. not resist. You can't resist. Yes, I mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what, what year was the Smithsonian um, exhibition? Um, ooh, it, in the 80s. In the 80s, okay. <laughs> I, I think know. it's in the 80s. You know, if I could have... They had books or magazine, or booklets out on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. But you the went with... The, you you and Dr. Lewin went with the group to Washington? Yes, yes. Okay. Who else went? Yes. my And then we had members from each group. Yes. Yeah, yeah the, the Maroons from Moortown and some from Akampong. Okay. There are the two sets of burrows that that went with, that went with us. Okay. Yes, the Smithsonian, okay. and then you had Queenie Kumino. Oh, okay. So it was more yes, than it was year. more than maroon. Yes, oh, so it was it, more than maroon. So it was more than one okay, year. You we went. Had, you went more than one year to the Smithsonian thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. How many? How many we times did you go? About I think about two because I remember going. I think the Kumino and the maroons were one year. Okay. And Etu was another year. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're back to the cooking of the, the pork. Yeah, yes, to come back to the pork and the, <laughs> the, the jerk. <laughs> yes. Yes. So as I said before, there is an, a fine Charleston now. You see, they're now catering to people. Right. You know? Right. Because it was just the pork. Um, and people say, well, they don't eat the pork. So they start catering. You say you have other so things. You have a selection. Cooked. You have chicken. You have. You don't have <laughs> a selection now. Yeah, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. But you know, things change a lot. Yeah. And, and because, yes. I guess, because they yes. have to, they have to, it kind of becomes commercial because they have to invite people in because they want awareness yes. of what they're doing and who they are, which makes sense yes. because they need support yes. in different ways. And and that comes yes. through, you know, people knowing who they are and what they're about. The things they, they do. Yeah. But what other things do, although, yes, I do agree with that, but uh, it, it got too, too wide scale down in Akampong, Michael. Oh. Yes. In the early days, you... Um, Okay, so there's your you hit the village, right? Akampong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you walk the track by following the sound of the drum to Kinder. Okay. To see the Maroons dancing and playing mm-hmm. and singing. Okay? Yes. There's nothing along the roadside, let me tell you. Okay. No. Yeah, they call it Bendong Plaza. <laughs> right? Oh, they have yes, vendors, vendors all along the way. You can find anything you want from. Every, <laughs> I don't want to call names, right. but, you know, anything to do with plastic, anything to do with the clothes, yes, yes, yes anything yes. to, and then you had a lot of jerk pan now. Right. We right. jerk chicken. Well, I mean, everybody have to make them their little money. The, the, yes. But the question though is, because I, I don't know of, of any kind of real um, 
official support, financial or otherwise, of those mm. communities. Because I mean, they're right. kind of they kind of have to have to be self sufficient. So everybody there is kind of hustling. I guess now that's, at this point. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens yeah. because in the early days you could you wouldn't pay to go in. You're invited to the celebration, but now, right. as you say, they have to provide meals. One of your, yeah, you can't you know, sustain you, that. You take a fare, yes, you know, yeah, you and the sustain. people who, who go in, the people who go in to sell, is like renting a booth. Yes, 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 yes. You yes. know, so mm-hmm. they'll sell a, a corner. You rent your corner, right? And you are able to do your, your you bring your ground provision and you sell mm-hmm. and is all that, that sort of thing. It's a proper festival. You know, I mean, when I was doing, so they get a little. Yes, it's a proper festival. So the so the community yes will make a money because they are renting out the, yes. the spots and whoever comes to sell makes makes something as well. Um, that's right. So that's right, how it is now. Right. But yes. but you you'd think because I mean, I guess we have these you know designated um, heritage sites and whatnot. But yes. you know how how do we maintain that? How do we support that? You know, even even somewhere like like Port Royal. I mean, yes, there's a buzz around it. No, you know, and they're, and they're they're doing stuff with it. No, but for so long, you know, nothing was being done, and Port basically Port Royal is disintegrating. You know, you yes. know, and drowning. Uh, as to that, <laughs> you know. So I mean, yes. that's another thing we'll talk about another time. <laughs> yes. Okay. What I know was happening. What I can remember was happening in Moortown. Craft, yes. Okay. Like what kind of craft? They were in, do? deep into craft. Um, basketry. Okay. Um, this thing they call yo yo make make and, from yeah, the um, making it from the cocoon seed. Yes, yes, yes. I know those. Yes, yo yes. yo yeah, using up the the. Is it the but they had banana trash uh-huh. making mats? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, coconut bowl making hats. Okay. And and um, mats for your house. Yes. yes they yes. they were into craft. Okay. In Moortown. I would say the same for Akompong. Yes. Okay. But in, and then in Moortown, no, they developed a herbal garden. Oh. Yes, a herbal garden where they brought in. All the dif- different, um, uh, I don't, don't want to say weed, just in bush. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so yeah, that bush medicine kind of thing, yeah, bush medicine, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? The different types of bush, yes, and yes. they would have the, the, their signs on it and what yes. it is good for, and all okay, that sort of thing. Okay, that okay. was done in, I don't know how is it now, right? You know, but I know they had that. Mm-hmm. Beside their craft work, and, and there's they a big market area. for that. So I mean, for yes. people who use traditional medicines and stuff. Area for that, it's same for Akambong. Akambong, they had started also um, an opening, a library plus a little museum area. You know. Ah, okay, okay, that's good. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. in 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 Akampong. same more total. Okay. So you'd have gone there and see a replica of the drum. Yes. And the man would have been there making the drums also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. They had these little museums, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And the craft things that you'll find there, a lot of leather work in okay. Akompong, okay. slippers and belts and bags, the use of the calabash, make all of that. And now it is spreading so much now out of Akompong. Okay. You know, people are... Taking on the craft. Right, right, right. 
Okay. I will not say anything about the cloth. I can't remember them making their own. Okay. But definitely the hand handcrafted things were done by them. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. All right. So I'm so so then I still have to know look for these examples of yes, these of please, the songs. Um, please. Mm-hmm. They 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 probably have rough footages, I'll be honest with you. That's when I just learned to use the video camera. Okay. So you <laughs> so you probably find bits and pieces there. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know of any video stuff at at Edna. So maybe that would be at the library. But um. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Okay. Yes, this is good. So yeah. So with the with the with the maroon stuff. Okay. okay. Well, yes. Well, thanks okay. again. Not a <laughs> problem again. at all, Mike. And I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, man. Cool. Yes. Right, you see, I get so yes. excited when I do these things, Michael. You yes, see, I, I can say that. I can, and that's fine. All that's boat. Fine. I went all boat. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, I'm so I glad don't mind at all because sometimes when you go on a tangent, you know, we get some other yes. information we never expected, and so that's great. There you go. <laughs> you know, I know, but it's, it's wonderful because you know, you, you, you know, yes. the more the merrier. <laughs> <laughs> the, more right, the, the, more, the more you come back with is the better. Jesus. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Michael. All right, all, all right. right. Thanks, Hazel. Blessings. Not a problem. Take care. Take care. Good. Bye bye.